0: Welcome to the last month of 2020. Actually, I think it's the first day of 2021. Is it? Yes, Yes. that's what it is. Um, (laughs) Recording this on Wednesday the 30th to bring you a summation of geek news for the month of December 2020. I have a migraine and that's why I sound (laughs) the way I do. My name is Colin, and uh, we are here to recap the hottest headlines of geek news uh, to bring you the most important, impactful, and interesting stories that we can muster. And uh, while the last couple of months have been a little uneven, December was undoubtedly a doozy on a few fronts. So I've got three people with me. We're going to break down the month. Uh, Well, they're going to do it while I uh, just pound Excedrin for 60 minutes. Uh, My friends here are...
1: Uh, I am Jeff Levitt, and I don't have a migraine, which is cool. (laughs) And... (laughs) It's just generally my state of being is not having a migraine, thank god, but you know, <laughs> I figured I'd contrast the tone a little bit by pointing that out explicitly. I,
2: I I'm Jocelyn and while I don't you're have not, a migraine, you're not
1: adding Yeah, you're not adding a lot to the no migraine energy, Jocelyn. It kind <laughs> well, of sounds say, like you have a
2: migraine. I don't have a migraine, but boy have I been out of it for the past 3 days. I've had to deal with toddlers for like a week and a half and that's oh. it's a lot. What's up? Yeah, you know hi, about? I'm here. <laughs>
3: <clears throat> Estuans interis iravementi. It's me, Chowda. Da, 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 da.
0: It's me, Chowda. Wow, m- my headache just got like a million times Did worse. <laughs> fucking introduce yourself. Hell? You always have to have a bit,
3: don't
4: <laughs> you? <laughs> 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 what was that? <laughs> this,
3: uh, the, sep- the Sephiroth theme but you son of a bitch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I wasn't Mm. expecting that.
1: You got to fucking, I I, I purposefully made a point of going before you in the order so I could do my own Sephiroth bit and you just fucking
0: jumped me in the gut. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the four of us are going to take turns bringing up some of the stories that we found the most interesting. Um, It is the last, it is going to be the last briefing program of the year, though it is technically a new year today for you listening. Uh, It is still the end of last year for us, and and last year, in 2019, we actually ended the episode trying to recap with, like, what we think was the biggest story of the year. Um, For obvious reasons, I don't think people's memories of 2020 are quite as cogent or streamlined or organized, (laughs) so I'm definitely not going to end the episode that way but we already know I'm feeling like shit, so I'm also not going to start the episode asking how people feel because that'll just make (laughs) me feel worse. I mean, to be totally
1: honest, you you feeling like shit right now, Colin? Is probably the best way that we could give a perfect <laughs> summation of the year 2020.
0: So, yeah, it drags me down. You could listen if you if you binge all 12 episodes of the briefing program this year, you'll get a sense of what's up. As if you don't already have that sense.
1: But was Colin's just, but... my Colin's migraine is actually caused by him doing such a good job at like preparing for summing up all the news from 2020 that it's, before yeah, he it even is... thought about it, it broke his brain a little bit so
0: yeah it's like I didn't have the right (laughs) cooling system set up to process all the garbage um I so I kind of want to ask before we jump into it like if we had to just scatter shot pick a piece of geek news that made you happy made you feel good made you excited a piece of geek news from 2020 a release an announcement uh, a review maybe something that you hate bombed spectacularly Maybe not the energy we're shooting for, but what's uh, what's a piece of geek news from 2020 that uh, that put a smile on your face? Oh,
1: I got you did one. not He did not prepare me for this, yeah. I didn't know. prepare I myself one. for this.
2: Chippendale Rescue Rangers <laughs> hybrid live action <laughs> with John Mulaney and Andy Samberg.
0: All right. Wait, live That's action? Wild. Hybrid. Oh, okay. So Alvin and the Chipmunks. I think. Okay.
2: I'm but very in the, excited. In a cruel
1: twist, John Mulaney is a cartoon character and all the Chipmunks are played by real Chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's just um, gonna not, be John the lady like doing his best real looking chipmunks like there's just a few chipmunks on they just set. put
2: chipmunks on set <laughs>
1: and they just put they put some cute clothing onto them they don't really do the voices quite right because they're actual chipmunks but
2: oh uh, yeah so I don't I don't really know what that Dale rescue Rangers is gonna entail but I'm here for it um yeah um, hmm. okay well, like I... a few
1: things that are sticking out in my uh, mind I I that have been <laughs> positive ones this year um I really liked uh what we got out of The Mandalorian and I'll talk about that a little bit more specifically later. Uh The Animaniacs reboot, although I haven't finished it yet, that that just as an existence is is pretty cool and that was from this year. I'm sure there was some more exciting stuff from from earlier on. I mean, uh all the stuff with with the recent Transformers line that no one cares about other than I do, that's been pretty exciting for me, but yeah, that's that those are those are my I guess twenty twenty highlights uh okay. impromptu.
3: Yeah. Let's see. Twenty twenty highlights. The problem is I can't
0: Of course it did. It's fine. Ch- l- chatter go, yeah. uh, I'll re resync Jeff after. Okay. Uh so highlights <laughs> 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 we're not getting any of this are we it no. wasn't
1: it wasn't in my recording because i got a phone call
0: i know now
3: i'm recording I know. well anyways uh my... well, you're gonna have to clap Hi- highlights again, for the
0: yeah i know yeah. jeff it's fine let chowder say yeah, his thing sorry go ahead uh, so highlights
3: highlights for the year for me uh well a lot of like this year kind of bleeds into last into 2019 so yeah. uh uh my memory is wonky but like what comes springs to mind that i know for sure is 2020 pokemon crown tundra actually really darn good uh if the base game was like crown tundra would have been a home run uh let's see sephiroth is in smash and like holy crap (laughs) that is so cool so fucking okay like for jeff his like favorite thing minecraft is in there sephiroth is like for me this is my, this is, oh my god. Like I feel like sorry. it's
2: the closest I'll get to Sora being in the game, so.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it it kills both Sora and Geno's chances, which like, at least this rest year. in peace. Uh, yeah.
0: I don't know, look at Fire Emblem, look how many very samey characters get in from Fire Emblem.
2: So yeah, many Fire Emblem I characters. mean, I don't think
1: you could really say that Sora nor uh, Geno are, are alike to Sephiroth, it's just like the...
3: The company yeah, that, that well, too many but one thing, anime
2: sword boys.
1: <laughs>
3: Sephiroth is not an anime sword boy. He is the anime sword boy. <laughs> right? True, like a big mile long pinnacle. ass katana. It's great. like long white hair. Uh, it's beautiful, and like the way he plays is actually really cool. Uh, I think.
0: Uh, I think he's gonna. Well, re- I think that gets into some of the news for this month. So yeah, yeah. We'll Put a But you're. But you're you're excited don't worry jeff i'm just gonna bleep out 30 seconds of that and it's gonna be a horrible to listen to uh no Chatter, uh, your excitement is Animal Crossing is was delightful. also a
3: highlight of 2020
0: oh Rob, yes
3: so oh, yeah was. those those things yep fucking yeah such
0: um, a fucking
2: light in the dark for your so joy, many people Colin?
0: oh boy um See, here's the funny thing. I didn't plan to ask this question. I just kind of did it, so I have also not thought about this at all. Um, I'm just a really good host, aren't I? So if I'm looking back at 2020, I honestly think that the two pieces of entertainment that have stuck with me that are new, one, this has been the biggest year of Star Trek releases since 1999. We have gotten uh, like... So 30 episodes on of star trek
3: 99 <laughs> exactly <laughs> I, I am partying I like it's
0: 1999 oh man um uh, because get the song out of my head now we, we got 30 episodes of star trek and most of it has been really good particularly lower decks is a crown jewel yes. in my head i love god like i i liked picard a lot we were reviewed it i think it ended on a bit of a stumble But, like, overall, I liked it. Discovery's not over yet, but it's fun. Lower Decks just was a fucking ride start to finish. It's something I wholly did not expect to be what it was, and it makes me happy to think about it. Um, And then uh, other thing, like, I've been playing Destiny for six years. I should be sick sick of Destiny, you know? (laughs) And Bye. then this year, this year they announced, because it's like, you have to buy the new expansion every year, and now there are season passes on top of the expansion, so it's like 70, 80 bucks a year I'm paying to play Destiny, it's like it's like, when am I going to drop off the game? Two big things happened this year. Uh, one, they put it on Game Pass for Xbox, so I don't have to buy the expansions anymore. It's part of something I'm already paying for. And two, the latest expansion has been fucking amazing! Aside from one of my friends where the game is bugged so bad he can't play anything by himself that sucks for him. But for me, (laughs) for me, it has just been, uh, we have not spent some time talking about Destiny 2. I'll probably get an episode with Austin and Pat in here somewhere, but like, man, I'm a big fan of these franchises that have some real dark spots, and this has been a very bright year for both of them. Uh, Makes me happy. Makes me very happy. That's I gotta say, that's, cool. that's me.
2: I, I really gotta say, two of the things on this list were things that my studio made this year, and that that makes me happy too. <laughs> <laughs> Jocelyn's like, excitement is that other
0: people are excited.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, because like I didn't work on the two shows, but I know people who mm. did, so it's exciting to see that their work is appreciated. Or you know,
0: uh, they very sense. much are. Well, let's get into some other things that may or may not be As appreciated. Should we clap in, Jeff? Oh, yeah. Yes, that's a a fucking fantastic idea. Hold up, hold up. Only. (laughs) Cool. So uh, I am going to kick it off. We're going to talk about uh, something that's been a little controversial. Um, we found out last month that the hotly anticipated film Wonder Woman 1984 oh, yeah. uh, was <sighs> going to be released on HBO Max, and people were <laughs> like, oh, okay, that's kind of fun. We'll get to watch it. And yeah. for those of us that did watch it, should probably have a separate episode to talk about that movie. But yeah. uh, that... Uh,
3: like that, I, that, that, and, like, see I just, in theaters. Yeah, I, I watched it, and I just, one, I was super disappointed, and two... I was super annoyed at like so much just, of it. Yeah, so much of it, but also just like how propaganda it was and like how yeah. I mean, hey, it's, it it's, was and it's, it's like uh,
0: I It's very 1984, a uh, little on the nose in a lot of ways. Um hey, remember when Wonder Woman like definitely f- that guy a bunch? Probably going to cut that out. What? Anyway. <laughs> Wait, Jeff, have
2: you not seen it?
1: No, I haven't watched it, because, well, A, like, I really kind (laughs) of didn't like the first Wonder Woman movie, even though everyone loved it, and... Then I heard that this one was kind of bad, so I haven't I haven't seen it yet. But it's you can just watch <laughs> yeah. it on HBO Max, right? Which I have, so I might I might check it yeah, out yeah, yeah, for I like another HBO couple Max. weeks. But I'm, I'm feeling I... I'm feeling like a little bit validated here since I really didn't like the first Wonder Woman, and I'm definitely in the minority on on that opinion. And now <laughs> I everyone, still just like, like the first Wonder like, Woman. This one sucks, and I'm like hell yeah! Now you're on my level. There's,
2: there's <laughs> definitely <laughs> consent issues in this one. Oof.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's not no. Yeah, and they I play it off. Let that go. They play it off as very sweet. Don't worry. And, uh, anyway, and
3: like also just. Racism issues in that, like, what Wonder Woman has to save the poor brown woman from the evil barbaric uh brown dude who's being manipulated by a smarter white dude. It's very yeah. clear. It's very. Uh, there's yeah.
2: There's a lot of weird. Woof, not yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe it'll be worth here, having an episode
1: for all for its own.
0: Yeah, uh, it kind of feels like the movie was written in 1984 and they just <laughs> made it this year.
4: Yeah, um,
3: actually, uh, honestly, it feels like the mo- movie was being done. by Zack Snyder
0: well he produced it he came back to produce produce it it, and that went great (laughs) so uh, anyway anyway the reason I brought up Wonder Woman 1984 was not to talk about its terrible consent issues or racism issues or plot issues or structure issues or emotional resonance issues Um, no Pedro Pascal issues Pedro Pascal very fun to watch but The reason I brought it up is because it started something as movie theaters are currently uh, flagging in the United States due to the ongoing unpleasantness uh, to um, you've got a problem where people want to sell movies. But they can't make the amount of money they want when they sell those movies. Case in point, Tenet is the biggest movie of the year, mm-hmm. quote unquote. And it made like three hundred thousand something dollars worldwide, which is less than Nolan's moves, movies usually make domestically.
3: Wait, wait, wait. Three hundred
0: thousand? Three hundred million, sorry. Okay, yeah, I sorry. was like we, relaxing. Weird place to lose a <laughs> comma. My bad. But um yeah, like three hundred million versus like the billions some of his earlier movies has made uh, have made um so hbo max and warner brothers at&t all of them looked at wonder woman 84 saw people were excited about it and they were like what if we did this with every movie and also what if we didn't consult (laughs) anybody (laughs) who made any of the movies or or anybody 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 that sells the movies what if we just kind of did it And they announced it and everyone was kind of like, oh, yeah, except, you know, all the people involved in making and selling and distributing the movies. Um, (laughs) So it's been kind of a weird month where they came out with this announcement that all 17 of the 2021 uh, releases under the Warner Brothers distribution label, including movies like Dune, which Mm. is Denis Villeneuve. Dennis Villeneuve, i don't know which way to pronounce it uh the guy who did arrival and blade runner and sicario uh his new movie about dune is huge and they're mm-hmm. like we're just gonna put it on hbo max and and denny was kind of like trying to build a franchise and hbo max does not really seem like the place to do that Oof. uh and then everyone else kind of came out and said the same thing and much to his credit, Christopher Nolan, whose movie Tenet already came out, is distributed by Warner Brothers. And every time that he was asked around this month to plug Tenet because it just had its home release, to say like, "Hey, talk about your movie," he would say, "Well, actually, fuck Warner Brothers. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, fuck this sucks a lot." He uh, he used his platform to just like skewer his distribution <laughs> partner, and this this is almost a direct quote. He was like, um, People go to bed at night thinking that they've just made a movie with the best studio in the world and instead they wake up on the worst streaming service in the world. And I'm like, (laughs) hot damn. Fucking roast them, Chris. My God. Uh, So there's been a lot of drama around that since then. I know at least dune has been reappraised uh because they really want to make a franchise out of it for those who don't know dune book from the 60s like the the best-selling sci-fi novel ever i actually just finished it fucking amazing book the last time they made a movie it was real bad tried to make a show out of it also real bad so they're really hoping they can finally milk money out of dune do dune right and hashtag do dune right but basically the dune is kind of like the movie that's really focusing people in on this issue yeah. because it's it, it it was supposed to come out this year um huge it, budget it is huge budget like enormous film t- t- it's, it, the cast is all-star and incredible the the trailers Whether or not you think they look good, they definitely sell the scope of the movie, but it it seems like it's—my prediction is that it's going to become an analog for the movie industry the way that Tenet was, where all of 2020—we knew Tenet was coming out in July, so every time that movie got pushed, everybody was kind of moving their release dates with it and trying to mimic it, and when it came up to $300 million, people said, this is not— the amount of money that we wanted, if if the best mm-hmm. of the best or biggest of the biggest, you know, quality of tenant, you can listen to our episode about tenant. There's a <laughs> there's some debate over that, but um, but but like that was a movie that was that was that was the tentpole for the year, and it came up short. And so as Warner Brothers and AT and and HBO are making waves for how they're going to handle this, Dune is becoming the movie that people are going to look at to see okay is this going to be sustainable? How are we going to approach it? Uh, Dune is now, I think back to exclusively a theatrical release to maintain its franchise potential unquote. Um, But the other 16 movies coming out next year. And I think, um, I don't think that includes justice league, uh, the Snyder edition director's cut because because that's already an HBO max exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. But But the thing is, because of Dune's budget and expectations, like Tenet, like, it gets special treatment. The other 16 movies, not quite as... Big,
4: right? I mean, so Godzilla nobody knows how they're going to be treated Kong. in every. I
0: mean...
2: Yeah, I was like, Godzilla vs. King Kong is supposed to be a big thing. That's
0: one of them. Crap, that's this year. Oh my god.
2: Yeah. That's
0: supposed to be a doozy. Man, and it, it, I and really it's...
3: hope that one doesn't suck. Like, like, I mean, at least like.
1: Suck I think mean, it's a... gonna. I hope it no, does I... suck. They're not good I mean, unless no, 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 they suck. <laughs> they're not.
2: good. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. But You're I want right? them to be good. Let at, me rephrase In a good way.
0: I want it to be bad in a good way, not bad in a bad way. yeah Yeah, here's you here's the thing and and there's still something to be said for the spectacle spectacle of going to a movie theater i gushed enough about tenet for it and i think the godzilla versus king kong movie i don't think i would enjoy that at home as much as i would enjoy that in a theater we just need to we just need to bring back more drive-in theaters
1: That solves the problem, right? Like, to a degree. I mean, it's not exactly the same experience, but you're watching on a big screen. It feels more justified for you, you know, like, paying $15 for it rather than, like, if you're just in your living room and you're like, why am I fucking paying, like, Twenty dollars for this or whatever, right? Yeah, like it. It's and people are distanced because they're all in their own cars and shit like that. Like I, it just makes. Yeah. I don't know. I so, it just so, like obviously constructing a bunch of more. You know, just get some projectors. Find some nice blank looking fucking buildings. Solve this problem. Let me...
2: <laughs> Let me name for you guys some of the show, some of the movies that are on this list. Mm-hmm. Space Jam, A New Legacy. Yeah.
1: Oof, okay. <laughs> In the
2: Heights, which is supposed to be a oh, big thing. Oh yeah, from Le Manu- Le yeah. Manu- this is, uh, that
0: his was his, is. his first big fucking Manuel smash Miranda? musical.
2: Yeah. Um, oh. This The Suicide Squad. Okay. So the, the, the new the, Suicide uh, Squad movie. The James yeah. Gunn. Yeah. I yeah
0: I I had to explain to Laura one time the difference between Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad and I think she almost deleted my contact.
1: Hopefully the difference is one of them is good and the other one isn't. But hopefully yeah. I mean also, I mean with like Matrix Wonder Woman 4. 1984. Yeah, who, yeah who but James Gunn James Gunn makes good shit.
2: Yeah we'll so see. The Matrix anyway. Four is on this list. Oh my
1: God oh my God <laughs> man. Oh Christ! Boycott also, Mortal HBO. Kombat. Holy
2: shit.
1: There is Mortal, no
3: theater. Mortal Kombat.
2: Yeah, this and then like a... some Clint Eastwood movies and stuff. But like, so those are the bigger ones that it's kind of like we shouldn't just be. Also, it's just wild that every movie
1: on that list is either going to be very good or very bad. There no none not a single thing that you just listed <laughs> is going to be just average, a pretty passable movie. They're all going to be a they're... total train wreck or an absolute. I'll take wild that action. Wait, yeah, I'll guys, take that action.
2: They're making a Tom and Jerry movie. Oh
1: my yes, God! Yes, they
0: are can get me started yeah they are (laughs) but uh, but so these are the kinds of movies that the, the the issue here is not that hbo is trying and failing to find a way to sell stuff to audiences the issue is that the people that made these movies uh, agreed to all this stuff in a pre-Corona world, yeah. And now suddenly, a lot of things that were agreed upon and codified in contracts are not being met, and we don't really know all the details. Like if this goes through the way that HBO announced, what happens to their distribution partners? What happens to all the aspects of the production and distribution whose funding will be affected by this uh, replanning? Yeah, and that's like, what people like Denis well, Villeneuve and um, if they're just it's,
1: like, about. if they're just going straight onto subscription service, right, and, like, you know, you don't have to pay extra for them, how are they even going to be able to track how much each individual movie makes in order to, like, pay well, they people can, the they, proper amount?
0: It, well, okay, so that's more of an issue for us, the consumers, because we generally don't see how they monetize these things right. but they definitely know okay. th- they won't have a trouble tracking yeah. it Fair. the right. problem is the problem is the people making the movies yeah you know are also probably not in the loop for how hbo max's algorithms allocate these things and, and track these also numbers.
3: like their contracts are like you get out a cut of the profits from royalties of you know, ticket sales. Well, yeah. You know,
0: like, and- I was like, uh, yeah, a, lot, a of lot of things are determined by g- box office gross, box office revenue. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Like, I'm, so- I'm going to sign on for only this much million up front because I'm going to get X percent of the box office and residuals. And yeah. that's a very different number than the number that you're going to get from streaming. Yeah.
0: Mm hmm. And, and the, what seems to be contentious and like I'm all for streaming and like subscription services that make big pro consumer moves like I gush about Game Pass every single month I'm on this show but like Game Pass is a program where you can opt in and if you don't like it you can opt out and it doesn't seem like you can opt out of this unless you're Dune <laughs> and only Dune is Dune nothing is Dune. Arthur C. Clark said the only thing you can compare to Dune is Lord of the Rings and that is like the scope we're talking about that you have to be to get out of this situation man imagine if the so, movie just
1: fucking sucks like
0: <laughs> I mean the last the last one <laughs> yeah did, I know. so whatever but like man man it's, it's weird to have a situation where you can see so many problems, but we honestly know so few specifics. Yeah. So I think that this, especially watching how people see Dune leading the charge and th- with these other very massive movies that Jocelyn just listed, this I think is going to be the story to keep an eye on for uh, the next year. For, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Mm.
2: It's, it's also the other thing to keep an eye on is literally – what are the theaters gonna be? When are they actually gonna be able to be open here? Mm-hmm. Now that we have a vaccine, multiple vaccines, all of that kind of stuff, we don't and actually strain, know what next year is going to be Which is, is potentially like.
0: able to be targeted by the vaccine, but I mean,
2: but it's like we don't know what next year is going to entail for society. Yeah, so yeah. It, it we don't know how it's going to affect those movies. Remember
0: when twenty twenty started? Our biggest worry was Australia's on fire. Oops, we might no, lose no. a continent. When twenty twenty started on literally the first day. III.
3: We thought World War Three might have ha- might have just gotten started. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: but that but that passed after a week, and then it was Australia. So
3: it only passed. Day of one was World
0: War Three, and it got worse. Yeah, okay. Okay. I, I take your point. Yeah, I take your point. Uh, anyway, that was the story I wanted to bring. Um, yeah. How you doing?
1: My name is Jefferoth, and I'm here to say I'm going to talk about Sephiroth <laughs> in a major way. <laughs> yeah, Sephiroth, Sephiroth from Final Fantasies and Smash Hey, uh, listen, I, Jeff, 7 specifically. Jeff, Jeff,
0: <laughs> Jeff typed that out in the Discord earlier, and I laughed to myself like, ah, that's funny. Good thing he's not going to say it uh, on the microphone. Of course
1: I am. <laughs> Oh yeah. That's uh yeah that's that's the only thing I have to say about Sephiroth chowder. I mean, if you want to <laughs> jump in, and fucking uh, sneak yeah. peek on my section and talk about that a little bit more than you, <laughs> you, if you have more to say about it, which I'm sure you do, then yeah, I'll get to my I, other stuff.
3: Yeah, like I'm I'm lo- I'm looking at like pro players like y- using him and like it, he he looks like he's actually gonna like be really impactful to the meta in like a very immediate way compared Is, to wait like, wait
1: is his sword so long that he counts as a ranged character?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot of a He's
1: got a lot of zoning capabilities
3: from mm. both his projectiles and his sword. So you're not entirely wrong. That's fantastic uh and also it's just a very surprising pick yeah that is also for the most part universally liked which is so rare but yeah it won it's a surprising pick because i didn't expect them to double dip into final fantasy 7 yeah they were gonna uh, i
1: guess because he's just a real iconic character and i, I think there's some uh, i mean some oh, yeah, legitimacy no, is, to what jocelyn he, was saying of, of like he also kind of is a big player in kingdom hearts right and maybe they've got issues actually having kingdom hearts characters in it so he sort of like yeah pseudo stands in for that fandom as well i don't know yeah I
3: mean, he's
2: not like a big deal in kingdom hearts like, he's like he and cloud have, have like a unlock. subplot
3: in like he and cloud have a uh, subplot in kingdom hearts in but... the
2: first one and then like never again but he is always like a special boss battle gotcha. in the first, the first
3: two. two like in one and two yeah he brings with them more final fantasy songs because like cloud only had two and mm-hmm. no remixes and now sephiroth actually brings shit like one-winged angel uh 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 uh, radon midgar that kind of stuff and uh and like i i wish they would have brought in like More Final Fantasy music from other other Final Fantasies, like Nine. Like the battle theme of Nine is amazing, and Mm -hmm. I I would love to fight. Starting
0: to sound. I bet if we dig around, we can find a recording of me complaining about the reorchestration of one of the songs in the Halo Two anniversary thing. This is getting very Colin cast right here. You complaining about music choices? I feel like I see you. (laughs) I I'm on your level. It's just I'm not I'm not used to other people having this kind of complaint.
3: Final Fantasy has iconic music, and uh, I'm glad to have more of it here, Uh, and... Also just yeah, Sephiroth is a one of the most iconic villains in video games and B, Final Fantasy 7 remake did come out earlier this year. Oh, that's another highlight for 2020 I guess, but yeah, Final Fantasy 7 remake did come out earlier and Sephiroth played a bigger role in uh, in that uh than like the than in the original cuz keep in mind, 7 remake only covers It's like the
0: fir- it's like the first of many parts of Yeah,
3: the first disc. Like the original Final Fantasy was like split between three discs that gaming up uh playstation car thing and uh, uh Sep- sephiroth was like the main villain of like the second and third disc he he was like a twist in the first one gotcha
1: <laughs> but uh yeah i mean I, I had some some other stuff to talk about uh real quick uh we did just recently receive another production update for the uh Haslab unicron that i've talked about on these on many of an episode of the oh, coming briefing program Ooh. It's it's been
0: a minute. Yeah, what, yeah what's yeah. this big I boy story? Been working
1: on it. I mean, the the update wasn't really much of anything. It was just like them showing off that they were uh, like doing some like, uh, like stress testing on the packaging for it. And the real cool thing for that for me is uh, the the location that they were doing it was at uh, Rochester Institute of Technology's uh, dynamics lab. So if they had what? done that fucking a year Ooh. earlier, I would have still been there. But who knows if they would have done that if in non COVID times. But yeah, that was You walk in pretty there cool. like Dave
0: Chappelle scratching his neck going, y'all
3: getting any unicrons. Quick question though, like does it does the Unicron come with like Mark
1: Wahlberg? Uh, I'm I'm curious. Oh, get
3: the fuck <laughs>
2: out of here. Really tiny Mark Wahlberg?
1: <laughs> no.
3: It yeah, exactly. does
2: come with a tiny Galvatron
1: and uh and and hot rod. But um, but, but, but but but
0: tiny Malt Warboard. No No,
1: it's not from that movie, Chowder. Don't you <laughs> fucking bring Mark Wahlberg in? So into this. hold
0: on. I need to put a stop to the podcast. The episode title is going to be however you spell Chowder's mispronunciation of Mark Wahlberg right there. I don't know what that was, <laughs> but I need to go back and transcribe that.
1: Oh, Christ. But, um, yeah, no, it was kind of cool. It was it was cool, like, because, like, on, I, I'm sure that they probably do this with a lot of, like, large-scale products, but they, you know, it was nice to actually, like, see behind the scenes on some of it. So they are basically just, like... You know, had a bunch of fancy machines that would, like, fucking pick up the box and, like, drop it at different angles to see, like, if the corners would get creased, if it would damage anything inside. They had this whole, like, vibrating platform that was supposed to simulate, like, different frequencies of a way that it could, you know, get bumped around. They put a vibrator in Unicron? No, no, no. God damn it, Chowder. Chowder. I let you jump into my whole fucking section and do part Chowder of the whole has fucking no thing. Chowder You're just fucking memeing no my Unicron for content Unicron. here. <laughs> Just oh, you man. wait. This will come back to bite you, you son of a bitch. But yeah, no, the uh the platform like simulates like the way that the package might be jostled around on um on like a truck bed. Basically, no, she's and on this episode. Oh, oh never I'm mind. I'm not gonna move that. Get up. the fuck <laughs> out of here. As soon as I said that, I was like, one of you motherfuckers. Uh, but uh, yeah. So that that was cool stuff to see. Not not like <laughs> supremely exciting. Still no like updates on like dates or anything like that. But you know, it should be coming relatively soon. Sad. Um, But yeah, Um, another piece of news that I had was uh, today, actually, or two days ago for the people listening to this on January 1st, uh, the next chapter of the Transformers Netflix series aired. Uh, This one is called Earthrise, as opposed to Siege, which was season one. And it was a little bit better uh it wasn't Wait,
0: uh, ho- 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 Sorry. Ho- hold on what? this came out today mm-hmm. how long is it
1: it's uh six 20 minute episodes
0: oh okay that's reasonable never mind i was yeah I, 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 we're still like not too late in the day really and you're just like yeah this whole season of tv came out today it was all right i'm like wow yeah, okay I
1: mean, I, no I, I watched it in the morning because like i i just came back from new york a few days ago so i'm still on mm. kind of jet lag so i've been waking up really early and Michaela hasn't oh so, so it's, I just it's even
0: like... earlier it's it's much earlier for you than it is for me that does make it kind of wild again <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point Wait, I, you... I don't know fucking, <laughs> the plane
1: rides they threw everything out of whack okay they it throw... might have gone in the opposite way but uh yeah no I so I, I I watched it all this morning um it was I I like I don't know if you remember any of my complaints about the previous season, but. Like, I'd say that yeah. the characters had a bit more, like, actual character in them. I still feel that it was not really paced very well, and the voice acting is still pretty drab, and it's just, like, they didn't really, they didn't really write a story that fits within six 20-minute episodes. They kind of, like, wrote it as if we had, like, 24 or 20-minute 20 episodes and just, like, lopped off details and just, like, told us things instead of showing us things, so it's like, eh. Not great, but that that does exist now, and I would say it was a little bit of a step up from the first season, and in the last, like, few seconds, we got some exciting uh, tease towards the third season with um, Beast Wars Dinobot showing up, who is a much-beloved character that has not showed up on television for, like, over 20 years, so... If it was a better show, it would have me be a little bit more excited, because I don't think it's going to just suddenly get good in season three, but it, it was kind of cool. To, hey, to see le- hey, hey, happen. hey, le-
0: as a Star Trek fan, yeah, let yeah, me tell yeah. you, as a Star good things Trek, happen an, in as season 3 a Star Trek three. fan
1: for everything.
0: <laughs> but that's, but what? I, listen, I'm saying, season three is a magic number in Star Trek, except, don't write it off.
1: Except, uh, with the way that this is structured in line with the toy line, as of right mm-hmm. now, it, season three is going to be the last season um oh. in this in this narrative so i i oh then
0: that's like the original yeah. series and that was bad yeah so that season uh, we'll, three was we'll bad. see
1: you know it, it, it might be good but i'm not really expecting it and then the last bit that i want to talk about today is uh the the most recent and the final episode in season two of the mandalorian uh, that was Woo! quite a fucking thing. Yeah, Jocelyn and I already mm-hmm. had like, a long-ass conversation about this. Are either of you looking to avoid spoilers or anything? chowder i was? have
0: not right. seen yeah, it
3: we we talked about
0: Madden oh a you're
1: earlier. right i already talked about it with chowder colin i have not
0: shit. watched uh any of mando 2 i don't give a shit because like game of thrones when i'm not watching it i absorb all the spoilers from Fair just enough. news headlines and social media because people uh don't know how to keep spoilers anymore Fair unless enough. it's thanos for some reason yep. i just had a friend watch <laughs> infinity war for the first time and it was like oh my god <laughs> and i'm like how <laughs> How did you not know? That's
1: impressive. They just got it's a very lot of memes and just did not understand them at all. Like, what's with all these memes of people disintegrating? I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah. No, uh, the the big thing. I mean, that it was a pretty good episode overall. There was a lot of fun stuff to talk about. But the the big thing is right at the the end uh, when all is looking very bad, who shows up to save them? But uh, fucking young Luke Skywalker, and uh, they they did a and, digital- and like the thing was he was.
3: Play, played by Mark yeah, Hamill. They like, did a yeah. they yeah, did a
1: aging of Mark Hamill, and in Luke. my opinion at least, I think it looked pretty good. Um like it, you I know. think it
2: looked good for that. Yeah. I just don't want them to do that for an entire season. I don't yeah, f- does, think does that... this
0: come across as an attempt to try to like quell the people who are like with Last Jedi, I wanna see Luke be a god. And, <laughs> well, like, is, so is that the what thing. they're trying to no, do? Like, Luke, like, uh you first.
2: This this makes the pre, the sequel trilogy trilogy. Wow. Uh twilogy. worse. <laughs> trilogy. This episode bit... is going to be called
0: the World Borg Trilogy.
2: <laughs> um it makes it a little bit worse in my opinion cuz like Ugh. he goes to train with Luke and we know what happens okay, with but that's Kylo. Like,
1: yeah. That's like 15 years in the future and I don't think that that baby Yoda is going to fucking just like, get murdered by Kylo Ren. Like, I think he's going to be no, coming back. No, but
2: we don't know. But now we know that they're in the same world. Yeah. yeah,
0: but maybe Luke's training of Baby Yoda is what gives him the hubris to make the mistakes he made with well, Kylo later. I, I, I
2: he think does that... also talk about that in the tr- sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. They talk about his fall and that he had something happen, and we don't really know what, but it probably is Baby Yoda because... We've seen a lot of darkness in Grogu and he's very attached Wait, to Wait, they
0: named Baby Yoda? Yeah, that was yeah. that was like it's, 3 or 4. His name is Grogu.
2: Together. Which is a very cute that. name. I like it. No, I'm <laughs> really I don't cute. like it. But, and, uh, like, either way, like, bad I don't Matthew. think and, uh,
3: we
1: know... And, and like, an, I don't think we know... And, and like my, Go
3: ahead. Yeah, uh, and my <laughs> thought on, like, Luke coming in at the end, it's definitely a fan service moment, but it's a well-earned one. Yeah. Unlike, and, say, the sequel trilogy. Yeah.
1: I like I, I think that it was, it was very successful. It, it delivered on the right emotions. I think it used him just enough. I don't think, like Jocelyn was saying, like, oh, I don't want them to do that for a whole season. I never had it in my mind at all that Luke would be a major player in the third season of The Mandalorian. I think he might show up once or twice or, like, I don't think that he's going to be like a a major presence, and I, I think you don't that
0: think it... they're going to do full Star Trek Discovery where they bring <laughs> Captain Pike back for a whole season?
1: That's not the it's same more... thing, though, because Captain Pike was a largely unexplored character in the original in the in very his original and it worked I, out I... very well.
2: I don't think that they're going to focus on him for the entire season, but it's still one of those things where, like, Grogu is a very big part of the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. And oh, so they are going to check back. in on I don't him.
1: I think Luke's coming back. <clears throat> I think that probably something is going to happen where Grogu has to leave the training and then comes back with Mando. But either way, like, I'm, I'm just kind of trying to not really... J- like think about the implications of it until we actually see how it plays out because like it could Mm -hmm. be that he's murdered by kylo ren but it could be that like first episode of season three he's like oh yeah that didn't fucking work out i'm back here with you you know like we don't know what's gonna (laughs) happen so i'm just kind of i don't know Mm -hmm. but the the effect that luke showing up in the actual episode had i thought was pretty positive i know i saw a lot of people that were saying that they wanted to They wanted them to recast him as uh, Sebastian Stan because apparently they think Sebastian Stan looks a lot like young Mark Hamill, and I'm like, I I guess I get the argument there, but like I just. I think it would have tossed me out of it personally if anyone other than Mark Hamill was in that role because like
0: yeah that would be like casting someone younger to play Han Solo like just why yeah right
1: like it doesn't fucking work uh-huh. but but I mean either way like even if you want to defend fucking the, right. the character fine. in Solo right like at least we're sho- we're showing a, a version of the character we haven't seen before we had not seen Han Solo at that age before right I'm not defending Solo the- okay just,
0: yeah that's very But good. just showing
1: that example but we've seen Luke at that 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 age before You know what I mean It's like you know In in Star Trek Discovery It just happens He's no longer At that age At Star Trek Discovery We're doing young Spock Right But We haven't seen Spock At that age Well I I guess we had In that one episode Right Not not really But not really They
0: did do that They did do that Ballsy ass move Where they cut From a shot From 1965 (laughs) To, like, they cut from, like, face-to-face of both actors playing Pike, and it was like, oh, oh that was good casting. Yeah. <laughs> That's ballsy. Yeah,
1: right? I, yeah, but, I, like, either way, it's That's like, we hadn't knew. spent time yeah. with the character at that age before, but we have spent time yeah. with Luke at that age, and I think putting him as a different actor would have just tossed us way out of it. And then, yeah, like, I, I don't want Luke to be a major character, but it was nice to see him... Uh, you know, make a yeah. cameo, and it, it made a good effect, and it got me really honestly that pumped, so. that
0: the, I didn't know all those details. That makes me more excited to watch Mando two because Mando one did not leave any particular flavor in my mouth. I thought it was very good, and then I didn't care. Mm. This kind of makes me a little interested.
1: Yeah,
2: they they season have, they two has a lot, a lot of, more connections to other yeah. parts of the franchise. Like, I, I, Here's I the thing: I don't well I don't
0: <laughs> I don't care about other parts of the franchise. You can make an
1: <laughs> argument for it being kind of fanservice-y and bringing in like a Sokotano mm and bo and uh and well I also don't Boba know those Fett. characters Fett, really I'm, but so I I think that they're all done well and they're all done like at the right amount well, like the characters being involved is like the right amount of involved and like there's some fan servicey lines but like I, I'm which may bother you because fan servicey stuff doesn't really ever bother me a whole lot unless it's just like serves no other end but there's a lot of fun stuff like Fucking especially uh the one episode where, you know, it's like him and Boba Fett and like his two other characters that are, you know, from the Mandalorian are gonna go do a heist or whatever of like an Imperial thing and they're trying to decide who's going on this mission and they're and he's like, Okay, Boba Fett, you go and Boba Fett's just like, let's just say they might recognize my face and I laughed so fucking hard at
0: that line. <laughs> That is pretty funny. Yeah, that and, is pretty and, like funny. the thing like
3: the thing is you don't need to be aware <laughs> of those other parts or of the fan service yeah. to enjoy Mandalorian. So yeah, for sure. yeah, it's like a nice bonus, but not necessary, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah I think what I like about Mandalorian uh, season one was that uh it did not feel overly connected to the rest of the franchise. It just felt set in it, which yeah. was very that nice. Was, not no, not like it was trying to add meaning to everything else that everyone cared about. Like, we already care about it. Make me care about the, other things.
2: That was literally the only reason I was slightly hesitant about bringing in Luke is because it yeah. now really connects it to the main movies, but it's kind of like, yeah. it it they did it in a way that felt earned. Yeah. So it didn't that's good matter as much yeah that's i, good I agree hear. With well that.
0: this is this has been uh this episode wow we are running long so far we're only <laughs> through half <laughs> of us i'm gonna keep the train a roll yeah let's go Okay. My uh, turn? yeah what you, what you got i heard that you're uh that you're bumping around some unicron boxes what's the deal with that <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. I have an entire list to read through for you guys of everything Disney announced they're going to be bringing Wait, can you, in uh, upcoming can you, years. Can you do
1: it in the form of uh, fucking Yakko Warner listing off the, the countries of the world? <laughs> <laughs>
2: If I had the talent, I would. Um, I'm going to just quickly I, go through them.
0: Jeff, I'm so angry that you did that. this idea didn't come up like three hours ago.
1: <laughs> Colin, if you, fucking, if you could, we could have, write that we shit could have editing done it. and just insert it in here, please do. Uh, <laughs>
0: nah, because then I'd be a male editor taking away female voice and i will get canceled. You
2: can do it wow. after the fact. Oh, or have Jocelyn if, if we, be the one who records it. If we can do it well it. enough, Colin... It'll be a collaboration. Exactly. (laughs) Okay.
0: That's fine. No, uh, go Uh, go ahead. Go ahead and read the list in a human fashion.
2: Okay. So from Disney Television Studios for Disney Plus, we have the Mighty Ducks, Turner and Hooch reboot, Big Shot with John Stamos, (laughs) the Mysterious Benedict Society. I don't know what that is. A Beauty and the Beast show that's about... What? Um... Josh Gad and Luke Evans characters so it's a is Gaston it about, and Lafou show <laughs> Wait what? but is it
0: going to be a character about them or is it going to be a character about them played by Josh Gad and Luke Evans like is it going to be but bringing no, that casting nobody back? nobody likes it's, that It's it's starring
2: Luke Evans and Josh Gad Live action? It's a live action Beauty and the Beast television show That's about a big Gaston swing. and Lafou that's a big swing. It's so weird. That's also, like, Jeff. Um,
0: side note: Do you still only think of Scrubs when you hear Turner and Hooch? Because I only think of Scrubs when I hear Turner and Hooch. <laughs>
1: There's a lot Same. of things that I only think of Scrubs when I hear. Like the uh, fucking. Uh, uh, never mind. Go ahead. Sorry.
2: <laughs> so we're they're reimagining Swiss re- Family Robinson, probably for the theme park tree. Um, They're doing a Percy Jackson and the Olympians show. I believe it's animated, but it might be live action. Uh, If it's Um, anything
3: like that, our Artemis Fowl movie.
2: It is not supposed to be anything like that. Okay. Um, Rick Royden has been extremely uh, hands-on with it. Um, National Geographic has some stuff that doesn't really matter. Uh, (laughs) One of them is (laughs) (laughs) Limitless with Chris Hemsworth.
0: Um, wait, hold on. Wait, hold hold, hold the fucking phone. (laughs) Limitless was a movie with Bradley Cooper. They made a show about it. That wasn't just another adaptation. It also had Bradley Cooper reprising his role from the movie in the TV show. And they're just recasting Bradley Cooper as Chris Hemsworth.
2: No, this is like a nature documentary thing. Where it's Chris Hemsworth being Australian doing things. Out in oh. the nature.
0: I was oh, about to say, that's, to that's some with, hot guy I, disrespect. There. I
1: also thought that you were talking about it having
2: to do with limitless, like the fucking the thing about the magic drug
0: that makes you all smart. Yeah. No,
2: no, it's it's just Chris Hemsworth doing things.
0: Cool. Okay, I um, made a lot of assumptions. My apologies. No, I made the same ones. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's another nature documentary called A Real Bug's Life. Uh, that's all the National Geographic stuff. Hulu. Um,. Bunch of stuff. Oh. oh, we're getting the Dropout, starring Kate McKinnon. Uh, there's going to be some stuff from Hulu that was all previously done that will just now be available. Like, mm-hmm. do they have
0: uh, an announced date on The Orville yet? Because season three's been no. like a long time. Okay,
2: it's not on this list. That's um, fine. Get right. Good things from FX. Always Sunny in Philadelphia has four more seasons ordered. Hell what? yes. Um, <laughs> Run
0: Danny DeVito into the ground. <laughs> much uh, there's going to be
2: a drama series about the rolling stones there's going to be um a sh- retelling of james clavell's epic saga shogun set in feudal japan oh. and they're uh, making a for, a series about alien um, oh yeah i did read.
0: That sounds name, like, like the a- Xenomorphs, um yeah yes. yes man my uh, uh yeah uh, not gonna lie favorite thing on that list is four more seasons of sunny what right. god love everything about that show that
1: sounds again like a lot of stuff that is going to be either very good or very bad and absolutely nowhere in the middle <laughs> like.
2: yes um ESPN stuff that no one cares about um this is filmed. a geek
1: news program we don't talk about
2: sports here ESPN, I'm sorry you, here. We're I'm pats. sorry do you guys care no, about Tom Brady getting a documentary series? Oh,
0: absolutely. Not. Less than does. anything.
2: Exactly. Uh, yeah. so oh, Lucas wow. Film, Good thing Pat's not
0: on this recording some, after all.
2: Some big news from Lucasfilm, yeah. obviously. This is the Obi Wan Kenobi is getting a show, Hayden, obviously. But Hayden
0: Christensen's going to be. But you know Hayden
2: Christensen yeah. is going to be Darth Vader.
0: <laughs> after the amount of, like, you know, Jar Jar level abuse Hayden got from fans about his performance. I was surprised they brought him back for one line of audio He's... in Rise of Skywalker. The fact that he they got him to come back for this is kind of blowing my mind a bit.
2: He's a great actor when given a good director. Yeah. No,
0: he's. I have no problem with him. I'm saying he was treated like complete garbage yeah. for yeah. decades by the fans. And I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm I'm really I
1: interested. How much see how are they, they paying him to go through like, that again?
0: How many therapists are they throwing at him? I'm.
1: In, I'm really <laughs> interested to see how they fucking do that because, like, even at the end of episode three. Like, he was already James Earl Jones, like, with the voice. So, I I don't know, it, like, if they're bringing him back as flashbacks or if they're yeah, having him we be the guy I in know. the suit. I, I, or, I'm or interested, just, but... they
3: just put him in the suit and dub him over with James Earl Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Is> James Earl <laughs> Jones going to a
2: Question mark? They haven't said anything about him being part of it. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Do you guys ever watch the video of the original Darth Vader uh, voice before it's they wild. dubbed it over? <laughs> no. It is I I have, hard to watch. Sure.
2: It's um,
1: very
0: bad. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Keep, let's
2: keep rolling. Uh, so there's a bunch of new shows that are set in the Mandalorian era, including Rangers of the Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get an Ahsoka Tano show. Um, we're going to get a feature film called Rogue Squadron directed by Patty Jenkins. Oh. Um it's going to release in 2023. I was Jenkins
0: excited about the Patty Jenkins Thor? until about a week ago.
2: Yeah. Uh there's also an unnamed Star Wars feature film directed and written by Taika Waititi. Ooh. Yep. Um and a bunch of Disney Plus stuff where we're getting Andor, Star Wars: The Bad Batch, which I keep reading as bad bitch. Star Wars: Visions, (laughs) Lando, the Acolyte, a droid story. Um, More from Lucasfilm. We're getting Indiana Jones' final film with Harrison Ford. Um,
0: Yeah, I I heard that he's so old they're just gonna kill him on set to end his misery as a popular actor.
2: Beautiful. Wait,
1: they're doing um, um, they're fucking. They announced at the the end of the Mandalorian that they're doing the fucking uh, yes, Boba Fett. They.
2: They're doing a Boba Fett show as well. Yep. Um, that wasn't in the announcement they did for their like. Yeah, they saved, for meetings, they saved meeting, that, but that for was the last episode of yeah, Mando, which I assume um, is probably going to be a mini
1: series. Yeah. I hope. Question. I
2: think, I think it's supposed to be a mini series, <sighs> and it's going to take place between seasons two and three of Mandalorian. Uh, so we're not going to get season three for a bit.
0: I'm getting this frustration with Star Trek right now, where Star Trek Discovery kicked off a new era of Star Trek and television. We already have. Three shows currently airing, one definitely coming soon. And then also, at least three more that are being planned. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, It's a lot. I remember yeah. when I started watching Arrow, when Arrow was like in season two or three, <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, I could get into this. And then Flash came out. I'm like, Sweet, a little bit more. And then there were five episodes of that franchise a week. And I'm like, I am deleting this app off of all my well, devices. I don't know. I don't. I, I like, think for it's, me, it's just there's a saturation element know. that like Star Wars should be very aware of because people thought. Like well, five so movies is, was too much.
2: They've announced all of this, but we don't know when we're getting when, yeah, half. Yeah, when
0: of it's this. getting. They've already cast half these people. Most of them are in production. One has not. A release most date of, of them aren't in production
2: because productions have to be stopped. Pre-production. Yeah, but, that, those, but that's who the knows how
1: long these. all that stuff is going to take in our in our new era of fucking COVID? Maybe they're just trying to yeah. be a little bit more prepared yeah. and start things sooner. Um but yeah I don't know like I I think personally like if the fucking Arrowverse had continued to be good I would have been down for them be <laughs> yeah. having like seven shows but it just all well, got very bad very quickly so like Yeah the other thing
2: is that like Mandalorian was only like how many episodes a season 10 I think. 10 yeah. 10 so if all of these are only ten episode seasons yeah. or like short seasons, it's not going to be as saturated as a like CW show. Yeah, thank thank God, mm. Jesus. Um, we don't anyway, want anything to be more like this. Gonna keep season. moving through this list because yeah. there's a lot of things left.
0: Oh my God.
2: Um, Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures, uh, they're gonna make a Hocus Pocus two sequel that'll go straight to Disney Plus. Three Men and a Baby reboot starring Zac Efron.
0: <laughs> is Straight to Disney Plus going to be the new version of Straight to DVD? Like all oh, yes. that garbage is Straight to Disney Plus. <laughs> <Pretty>
2: much. Yes, <laughs> um, we're getting a Cheaper by the Dozen reboot with Gabrielle Union.
0: Yeah, uh, what? Uh,
2: a sister uh, Act uh, with Whoopi Goldberg.
1: Right. Gabrielle Union played
0: a random Klingon in Deep Space Nine. Just like I, I just I, love her from. We me gotta, gotta out. not
2: comment um, on every single thing. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> uh flora and ulysses i don't know what that is pinocchio film uh starring tom hanks okay uh, we're getting a of course we're getting another fucking peter pan reimagining <laughs> from disney jude law is playing captain hook though um interesting. disenchanted which is a sequel to That's enchanted okay a- that a- that, a- uh,
3: that sounds interesting I- I'm. amy down for adams
2: that. will be back for giselle um okay. who's patrick getting... dempsey is patrick dempsey back is that who it was i don't know if he'll be back i hope he is he was great um we're getting... A, what? A, there's so much on this list. Oh, an animated Night at the Museum film. Uh Jungle Cruise was going to come to theaters. Cruella's in 2021. There's going to be a Lion King prequel. Fuck off. Um, prequel.
1: <laughs>
3: prequel? How
2: much of... The, the I've, just gotta,
1: I've
3: just got it. I've just... What fuck. would even happened? Just like Mufasa and Scar's dad just uh, abusing Scar? I don't know. I don't know. We'll That's, get to see how he got that, that scar. Um, yeah.
2: The Little Mermaid live action uh, with (sighs) Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Yay. Um, Um, But Lin-Manuel Miranda will be helping do new songs. Oh. Um, And for animated studios for Disney, Raya and the Last Dragon Mm -hmm. will be a simultaneous theater release and Disney Plus release. Um, It'll be another pay $30 on Disney Plus. Oh, that's
0: Mm -hmm. bullshit.
2: They
3: should just give up on that walk.
1: Well, it's
2: like honestly it, starting
0: to like Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four a lot the more. The problem
3: is Honestly, it's, it's if very... they
2: had done it at like twenty bucks, I would be down for I would have paid twenty bucks to for soul. But it's the, just you the, don't own it. The Disney soul thing that, so that makes good. that like actually Soul's great work movie. though
1: is like Love it's it. not being marketed towards like, oh, you pay thirty dollars to watch this movie. It's like oh, you pay worth $30 to watch this movie and your four kids. So it's like yeah. normally that those families would be going to the theater and spending like 50 or $60 on buying yeah, the, everyone's w- tickets plus all the snacks. So it actually is quite cheaper, but it does suck ass for, the, for, for like, you the know. The odd thing uh, with the, the, this... The H-
0: yeah, it doesn't. The that you don't own a license to it. Yeah, even like and licenses are already sort of ephemeral in their ownership yeah. status. But like, it is so contingent on the current terms and conditions of Disney Plus. Yeah. That and keeping it, Disney Plus. It it is a yeah. It is very much like getting a movie t- much more like getting a movie ticket than any other digital distribution I've seen. Because like yeah. it could just be gone.
2: But the the weirdest thing about this is there's no consistency because yeah. they did it for yeah. Mulan. And now they're doing it for Rhea and the Last Dragon. But they, but did they it for have Soul. not done it for Soul or any of their other things that they're looking at releasing. Well, probably- I wonder they- if with Soul weird.
0: they were trying to go head to head with HBO Max. Because like those are the two big yeah. movie releases streaming on Christmas Day. And nobody knew Maybe. Wonder Woman was hot garbage at that point. So they were like, <laughs> oh shit, we got to fight. If, if we knew Wonder Woman was hot garbage, they probably would have charged us $30 for Soul.
2: We're also going to get <laughs> Encanto, which is... A, another theatrical release with a brand new score by Lin Manuel Miranda. Is Encanto um, just the, the Spanish translation ben- of Enchanted? Um, I don't know. That's, they have They've only given us an image hmm. and told us who's doing the music and directing it okay. and who's writing it and stuff. Okay. Um, we're also gonna get an animated show of Baymax, which I don't know how it's different from the <laughs> Big Hero Six TV show. They didn't really specify Zootopia hmm. Plus. I'm dumb, interested dumb. in that. <laughs> Uh, I mean, be able to it's a t- dumb the name. name. I'm interested in the show. <laughs> the uh, Tiana is getting a show. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I
1: can't wait for The Sopranos Max. Tiana from Princess and the Frog?
2: <laughs> yes, she's getting her own show. For the love of um, Moana's getting a series, and there's no, going to be a series <laughs> uh, called Iwaju, and I Jeff, don't know we shouldn't anything about that should be surprised
0: at this. This happened all the time with us when we were kids. Like, Emperor's New Groove comes out? Cool, Emperor's New Groove series. Yeah, Bam, I on know. Disney Channel. It's exactly yeah. the same.
1: You're They're right, doing you're right. It is.
2: It's just... Hearing from all Pixar, really we're gonna get the first ever long-form animated series from Pixar oh, called Win or what? Lose, That's coming exciting. in February of 2023.
1: Uh, I'll get excited in yeah. two and a half years. Twenty, then.
2: yeah. Uh, Turning Red, which is a theatrical release um, from the same director who did Bow. Um, it's about a teenage <laughs> girl who turns into <laughs> a red panda. Uh, Lightyear, oh, yeah, which I... is a
3: uh, uh, yes, Red just seems interesting
1: to me. I, uh, I like that. Is that? that so. I'm well, sorry. Is that a? That's a full length movie.
2: That's a feature theatrical release. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so that's cool. Uh, Lightyear, which is uh, yeah. the hero that inspired <clears throat> the toy. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so it's, it's Buzz
2: Lightyear a- voiced by Chris Evans. Uh, also oh. known
3: as, let's make Buzz Lightyear more fuckable.
2: Yes. <laughs> hey, was was gonna lie, like, was, I, I was not going to lie, though. That was my I, big <laughs> problem with Toy fucking, Story as I a
4: kid.
1: I might have been like, really skeptical about this announcement, but like, low-key, that fucking Buzz Lightyear show that was on like when we were kids kind of slapped. Oh, it was so good. Oh, so, yeah. No, yeah. that was yeah. really good. Yeah.
0: That, yeah, that like animated movie was dope as hell. It was, yeah. it was a good time.
2: And then a thing called Luca... And then they're going to do some stuff for Disney Plus that are like behind the scenes and more uh, shorts and also an unnamed Cars series, which I'm hoping means we don't get any more Cars movies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Marvel. We finally hit Marvel. (laughs) Oh,
0: my God.
2: (laughs) So Secret Invasion is going to be a TV show. Okay. Weird. with starring Samuel L. Jackson. And ben We're getting Mendelsohn. Iron and Ben Mendelssohn. Mm. We're getting Ironheart. We're getting Armor Wars. It's Is Ironheart series.
0: gonna be a movie or a show? Because I'm, uh, in... sure. okay. yeah. I'm very interested in Iron Man. I, yeah, um, I'm Don Cheadle
2: Man. is getting to be War Machine in a yep. TV series. Armor We're getting... Wars. Yes. Dude uh, WandaVision. He better get something. Right? Yeah, He's War... the only one who didn't have anything. WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Loki no, is going to arrive. He got the
0: spank ter- uh, uh, fucking, what's his name, on the way out. Crap. Who played him in the first Iron Man movie? <laughs> Terrence something. Terrence I almost Howard. said Terrence Stamp. Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Yeah. Thank you. It's not Terrence Stamp uh anyway (laughs) sorry my joke no not at all (laughs) (laughs) tony
2: we you can't go in there oh my god we have a release date for loki which is may of 2021 (coughs) what if is gonna be summer of 2021 and we got to see some animation from that um, it looks pretty dope. Miss Marvel TV Fuck, show. Yeah, I forgot about yes. that. that's the thing oh, I'm the most
1: excited I,
0: about. That, that's that's the Ms. one Marvel I want to see the most. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited.
2: Uh, Hawkeye is gonna be late 2021. She. Haley hate, Stanfield. Which I'm excited about. I'm
0: Marvel really Parker excited for be. Haley Stanfield. Like, one, she was good in oh, Bumblebee yes. Two, Apple TV Plus has like a couple things that are worth watching. One of them is Dickinson, Wait, and she is awesome. Who in is Dickinson. Haley Stanfield playing? She was the main character in Bumblebee. No, I know. Who's she playing in this new announcement?
2: What's the Archery, the, Hawkeye's the, oh, yeah. Her daughter. Oh, yeah. Or his daughter.
1: Little, or his daughter little,
2: rather. Oh, no. Daughter,
1: no, no. They're, it, no. they're like,
2: like Hawkeye. The character have... isn't the daughter. Whatever. Okay. But she's going to be the new Hawkeye. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm done. And then She Hulk with um, Tatiana Mazlani.
0: So fucking pumped for that. So I'm, excited for I'm that. I'm
2: interested
1: I, I just yeah. hope yeah. it's a Great. fucking legal drama. <laughs> yes, I wanted to marry yes, my But, like, she's just all the whole time.
2: She's just yes.
0: I I would love to watch a show of Tatiana Maslany just, like, suppressing anger while trying to rip people apart in court. Are you kidding me? That sounds awesome.
2: It's amazing. Uh, We got Moon Knight, also excited for. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. (laughs)
0: Eh.
1: I
2: Am Groot show. Eh. Uh, And then Eh. for movies. That's like a
1: mini-series, right? They're not Eh. doing a full fucking thing with that.
2: I hope I hope it's a mini-series. Imagine imagine when I Am
0: Groot comes out and people are like, man, the writers don't know how to do dialogue. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, And then finally, the film slate for Marvel, we got Black Widow from May 2021, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings 2021, it just wrapped production, Eternals, November 5th, 2021, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, March 25th, 2022, Thor, Love and Thunder, uh, May 6th, 2022, Black Panther 2, July 8th, 2022, Blade currently in development, Captain Marvel two and Guardians of the Galaxy volume three.
1: And for those earlier ones, do we know what the distribution like? Are they doing it on Disney Plus or are they doing theatrical? I don't think or? they've
0: announced that.
2: So every so all of those films are set for theatrical. Okay.
1: Um, Pending COVID.
2: Yeah. They two feature films from Marvel unveiled. So they there's an Ant-Man and Wasp Quantum Mania and a Fantastic Four movie that was also announced, but those are extremely in development, I believe. Cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but so everything I said before the movies is supposed to be for Disney Plus.
1: That may, yeah, I figured gotcha. as much for for all yeah. of that. But Fair but enough. as
2: of right now, there is no plans to put any Marvel movies direct to Disney Plus. Um, that I means think they're they trying won't be keep, garbage. Well, I think they're trying to keep the like hype around them like they're are yeah. an event. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. which the other stuff for them isn't as big of an event yeah. thing.
0: That makes sense. Well, and that's uh, what you missed no, on Disney. No way in hell am I going to turn that into a song. Shouter, <laughs> bring it home. Man
3: i feel like i've been done dirty here i gotta rush through my thing i think
0: hey at uh, least you got I, a little
1: fucking uh candy
3: we're already in my beyond chatter
1: <laughs> it's a all doozy right. it's to fucking round out the year go for it chatter
3: take is, as long no, as it's, you it's like it's a lot. all right yeah all right first thing i want to talk about uh i put this on the uh, geeking channel discord but like uh alandine foster is like going to court with Disney for like old royalties for, mm. for like years of old royalties huh? uh mm. the, like for more so like to get into detail uh Al- Alan dean Foster did like a Star Wars a novelization for Star Wars and it was super successful and uh is still successful to this day and uh, uh when like Disney like bought out the Star Wars IP and films and stuff uh they stopped giving him his royalties and He's like, hey, give me my royalties. And Disney's like, no, your, your deal was with the old guys. Mm. We're different. And, and he's like, this is bullshit. and now yeah, that is and bullshit. This is and, like, yeah. And, and this, it's not so, how
0: that works. Yeah. And, and, and people wonder why everybody's salty about this HBO Max deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. And, and, and like, yeah, this is a big deal. This court case is a big deal because like if Disney wins, that means that. All companies can uh, weasel their way out of paying royalties by just selling it to themselves. Some stuff. Yeah, so yeah, that's horseshit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm so like the article I'm getting this from is from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Star Wars novelists seeks seek years of missing royalty payments from Disney by er- Eric Swartzel. Swartchel- Swart- I oh my god, I can't pronounce <laughs> that. But uh, Swartzel, Swartzel, eh? uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, <laughs> Wahlberg, <laughs> Wahlberg. <laughs> but but yeah uh uh so yeah big deal something i'm gonna ha- or we're all gonna have to keep an eye out for yeah that's, in the coming that's a big year one. yep uh less big one but uh, feels my schadenfreude cyberpunk cyberpunk 2077
0: Do Cyberpunk. We? Yeah. uh, si- uh yes, it 20- the, it's maybe it's one, it's of <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the biggest entertainment launches ever so most yes failures. we ha- oh man that, uh, it, that's is, oh, it is oh it is not mess. an epic failure i can't wait for chatter to say everything and then i'm going to contextualize it
3: uh, so like in, in this article by jesson scryer it describes like a meeting that like cyberpunk management had with their uh de- devs and they just went to town tearing them apart Go, like Example,
0: fucking good.
3: Yeah, like example. Like, why did you say we were ready to go in January when you know that clearly wasn't the case? I, and, and like, one employee even went. You think it's hypocritical for you guys to make for us to make a game called Cyberpunk when like the company is not even remotely punk and like <laughs> works is, <laughs> and works their employees to the bone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah, and like. Uh, Cyberpunk, the cyber, launch for Cyberpunk has been a hot mess. Like uh, like uh, game-breaking glitches. Like the PC version, ha- the save file can corrupt yeah. if it goes over like, what was it? Eight meg- megabytes. Eight megabytes. It's like eight, <laughs> eight <laughs> yes. megabytes.
0: And what, hap- what happens is certain things like recursively save, certain things expand, and then it breaks the save file. Um, on PC, on console, what we're seeing for people who have um, an Xbox One vanilla or a PlayStation 4 vanilla is that it is so poorly optimized that the game can be literally unplayable because of the inability to move things around, flipping yeah, through duh. architecture. And and the thing is, like, if people also thought this was going to be a next-gen sh- showcase. But as we've covered in this show, guess what? Nobody can get the next-gen consoles <laughs> except me, apparently. So guess what? Nobody on console... Can really play the game right yeah, now. Yeah,
3: and, and like the the oh, uh, console versions are so busted. Like uh, CD Projekt Red, like promised, oh, you can get a refund, but they didn't check in with GameStop or Sony or Xbox. Oh my god! So so like there was an <laughs> entire shit show, and like Sony got so fucking fed up uh, that like they 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 pull the digital version from their
0: storefront. It's- My favorite thing about that was someone tweeted after that, "Hey, Xbox just got Cyberpunk as the biggest exclusive of the year, and then <laughs> you have to pay for it."
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, so Cy- Cyberpunk 2077, the least the the very like antithesis of the punk
0: movement. And you want to know the crazy thing about it, despite how widespread this is, the universal approval of retailers for returns, after all the returns and refunds, 13 million copies sold.
1: Damn, that's
0: awful. It is, yeah. you know, it is a, an astonishing number considering something that goes for 60 bucks a pop at least. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I have heard from like
1: bugs done? aside, it's pretty generally positively received, isn't it? Like, yeah. As a function in our, in as our... a game.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jeff, as you've seen, like in our in the in the Dice Popular Discord, we've got some folks in there that mm-hmm. play it on PC, and they're like, "I fucking love this." Yeah, game. Yeah, I know. And there's some has people who luck out with the bugs. It. I I'm, I want to play the game itself. I'm gonna wait until it's optimized, but yeah. I think I'm also gonna wait until you know. There's any indication that CDPR is I'm, I'm going to wait till to it's five bucks on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's same. It's yeah. It's uh. I'm waiting for them to optimize it for the new Xbox so that I can just like not worry about this. I'm not even done with Assassin's Creed yet, so whatever. Yes. Yeah, there's yes. plenty of games.
2: We, yeah. they need to unionize the gaming industry. <laughs> oh absolutely. yes, yes, sure yes, they long long. do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh man. Uh so. in more positive news. Uh uh there uh there's this uh cartoon that's been in the works for 5 years, independent. They like they uh they had a crowdfunding uh of, for their pilot a long time ago and it after 5 years it's uh finally com- gonna come out in uh January 11th. They uh, announced it. They have a little teaser for oh, it uh, soon. And it and it's yeah, and it's look and it's looking really good. It's exactly what you uh it's like and for, and like Long Gone, ch- uh, Long Gone Gulch is like this uh, uh cartoon about like this sort of fantasy western setting with all these like really crazy characters and uh and like it's got like an animation style that's like really uh fun and eye catching and and the characters are ju- character designs are just uh fun so yeah that that's looking what is good the, so what's it airing on uh I think it's just airing online because
1: oh yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm been doing of small indie games among us also has a new map coming out in january oh nice
1: radical
3: uh and the last thing I want to talk about let's talk about a Kickstarter uh <laughs> Kalem, okay. a shattered sky uh it's a it's like a 5e s- supplement it's uh already met its goal it's about or it's at three thousand two hundred dollars uh, they were asking for fifteen hundred dollars so and nice. they got 20 g- days to go as of like uh, the recording of this episode and the General idea of it is that like it, a lot of like magtech stuff has enabled people to like live in, live in the sky and the, uh, and so the setting is like these sky cities uh and it looks really cool so check it
0: out cool very very nice All right we're going to head into the rating section and a long year with a long episode Uh, So this is the part of the show where we try to figure out over the last month what was the single piece of geek news that we think is worth everyone's attention. What was the most important, interesting, or impactful piece of news? Um, I did forget to drop one little thing. I'm not going to go into it. Letter Kenny. Season (laughs) 9 dropped. Day after Christmas. One of the best fucking shows out there. And fuck if season 9 wasn't. Great and made me extremely happy. I'm just sad that we didn't get two seasons this year like we normally do. Anyway, just throwing letter Kenny out there. It's worth your time. But we've got kind of a big month. Yeah. I'm trying to think about how to categorize it. Okay. Because if we try to itemize Jocelyn's list, no, I think that that I'm just one gonna delete story. my audio and give up.
1: That I, that that is what I was going to. I think to, uh, I think the Disney list. I yeah. think the Disney list is a piece of. News. I'm gonna fucking nominate the <laughs> oh, yeah. the Disney Load as as my pick for this month. Uh, I, I think <laughs> it's just that so much. it's just like, I mean, even the fact, like, all of the things individually are each stories in their own right, but the fact that they decided that it was like a good, like, marketing decision to just drop like mm. this fucking ton of stuff on us all at once.
2: I think it's kind, of, is feels kind like of a story Disney and it's of taking that, us right? to
0: court and trying to drown us in litigation. No, <laughs> it's so just like, they'll never they, read through all of this.
2: They did it for their stock prices. Huh. Yep. They were, we're down so tanking. much this year. Oh, and because of Seoul and this announcement, they are now net positive. They've like surpassed so many other companies oh, wow. this year because Yikes. of these announcements. Like, it's wild. Yeah. It was a very genius marketing scheme.
0: So, I, I will say my hesitance to nominate the Disney list or the Warner Brothers fiasco is the same reason why in September I was hesitant to nominate the, the console stuff mm-hmm. is because we're just seeing the beginnings of these things. If we yes. want to nominate the Disney list as like a marketing move, that is decidedly something that has happened.
1: I think that's um, that's where I'm thinking about it as I'm not really okay. thinking like, oh, the big news is all of these each individual shows and what those yeah. are going to entail in terms of media. Like, It's more about the announcement for me that, that okay. felt the most significant, but Of course, they kind of had
2: such a shit year. Probably (laughs) lost so much money.
0: Yeah, well, and yet they were still
2: and they were still able to say we have this much in the works. Like that's crazy. Yeah,
0: I will say though, um, bouncing off of Chowder's last section there, and this might just be because I'm more in this circle than you guys, but uh, Cyberpunk definitely had a bigger impact on on my experience. And again. 13 million copies of anything is a lot. 13 million copies of something that costs $60. Yeah. Like video game, the video game industry is bigger than the movie industry has oh, been yeah. for a while. Uh, and it's going to be a long time before a movie makes as much money as Cyberpunk. And the fact that it made that much money while well, being as controversial and fucked as it is. Yeah. And also being as great as it is, I guess. I haven't played it. Um, I think I would probably nominate uh, Cyberpunk 2077's Incredulous Launch. Before. Yeah. Or, uh, the story of the I,
1: I could see it going either way. Those were the two big ones. And, like, you know, I heard a lot about Cyberpunk, which is saying a lot, considering I'm not in that world yeah. at all.
0: But Yeah. Sorry,
1: I, go I mean, try. I
3: could give, give my vote to, like, the Disney list, because, sure, that is actually a pretty
0: big deal. But, fuck it, I'm giving it to Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So, it's up to the three of us not Chowder to decide. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs>
2: I I just I well, to me so that's, much
1: that's two on one for Disney for the Dizload, Colin. I think Cyberpunk got I, I was gonna great. say it was cyber,
2: my issue with Cyberpunk is I'm just so annoyed that like it did like yes we want to support the developers for going through all of that crunch but we need to support them in a way that's different yeah. we need to find yeah. a way to actually help them make change um right like no one's and,
1: by, no one is boycotting any of these companies which I don't know would be the best solution to it because I mean I yeah, don't like, really there's not
2: really, really an buy easy stuff. solution yeah.
0: I don't really buy stuff from CDPR or Rockstar really but it's there's certainly not like there are boycotts but nothing that puts a dent in it yeah because exactly yeah cdpr but like but it's, it's gotta be more it. like laws
1: being written to prevent it because like yes It it for sure would make a difference if everyone boycotted these games, but it's just not going to happen in the same way that like, we all know that Disney is a terrible company, but like, we're still going to consume Disney media. Did you
0: you you ever see that episode of South Park where they're making fun of boomers and they're saying like, you guys sold the world to the devil so you could have nice cars. Why did you kill us like that? And at the end of the episode, the devil says to the kids, it's like, okay, yeah, I'll save the world, but you have to stop playing Red Dead Redemption 2. And the kids are like, uh... Never mind, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Well, so yeah, that's the game situation.
2: Never Disney. Cool.
0: Well, <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. Uh, so the Disney list, the disload. Nope, Disney list. No, I hate that term. Disload is so, so much
1: better. It's no. very
0: bad. So uh, if you haven't read through the list you have now uh and it's it, it's going to be the gift that keeps on giving for many many years Which, and we'll see how it unfolds but man yeah trying to like loading up news sites the day after that announcement and seeing all these headlines of different shows was pretty fucking wild i was like did i sleep for a week what happened
2: i was yeah. so overwhelmed that day cuz they i was yeah. seeing it like as it was coming out but it was also the video game awards that night oh so it was just so much going on, and Sephiroth was announced right after I found out that we were getting an Ahsoka Tana show, and I was like, what?
3: Yo, Jeff can stand witness. Like, I was going wild when Sephiroth was
1: announced. Yeah. Very true. I wonder if that was Deliberate to like fucking try to pull. I, it's not even like a fucking competing industry, really. But like, I don't know. It Seems a little bit too close to be just a total coincidence. Disney. I don't know. Maybe Disney is going to be fucking should... launching their how can, how, their video game platform. How can platform. Disney?
0: <laughs> how can Disney continue to call oh. Avengers the most ambitious crossover event of all time when Super Smash Brothers Ultimate exists? Yeah. I just don't exactly. understand. And,
3: and also, like, Disney's tried to uh, break into the video game market many times we have a and they've year. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, I'm curious to see uh, cuz their previous attempts <laughs> right. have not quite yeah, worked out. Well, well, well that
0: I'm going to say that about wraps it up. We've been running here for a while. I will say my migraine is mostly gone. I'm going Woo. to very shortly hang up this call. Step into the light and see what happens. Uh I have been Colin Ketchin. I host this monthly um the first friday of every month we sit here to recap geek news uh you can also find me on common geeking program.com i do a couple other shows and it's all a lot of fun how about you guys
1: uh, i have been jeff levitt um of course you can find me on the the common geeking program proper which goes on the first or the uh the third friday of every month so we'll have another one of those in a in in two weeks from now um I've got an Instagram that I continue to keep saying, even though I have not posted on it in several <laughs> months. Uh, that's things I wish existed, several and there's months. a dot between each word. Uh, I've got a Toy Review YouTube channel, if that's up your alley, and if not, no worries. Uh, that's Alchemist Prime Reviews, and uh, yeah, that's that's my bit.
2: And uh, I've been and will continue to be Jocelyn. You can't uh, prove that. If you su- that's what
0: you think. You're making some bold claims.
2: <laughs> wow. Um, if you want to support Did that sound me, threatening? Yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry. If you want to support me, watch Mau Mau Heroes of Pure Heart on HBO Max. Um, also, Not because you worked uh, on t- it or t- anything, t- just
1: because. T- <laughs> t- <laughs>
2: yeah, emotional support. Just, just tweet yeah.
0: pictures of the show. <laughs>
2: also, just watch Animaniacs on Hulu. It's great. I didn't work on it, yeah, but it's, it's great. Support it. We want more. Uh, that's, yeah, cool. Chowder?
3: Uh, hi. I'm Timel Chowdery. or Chowder, whichever you prefer. You can find me on Twitter at Timel Chowdery. I also run the Common Geeking Program uh, Twitter account at Geeking Program. You can also see stuff there. And, uh, yeah, that's it.
0: Very nice. Well, uh, hey, to the three of you guys, let's say goodbye. To the calendar of 2020, to everyone listening, welcome to 2021, there's absolutely no difference in how I'm living my life, so we're just gonna kinda roll with it, we'll Mm -hmm. be back in two weeks with an episode, I believe about Transformers The Last Knight Oh
1: yeah, we already recorded it
0: too Um, Really, the Wonder Woman 1984 of the Transformers franchise and we're gonna we're gonna have some folks dive into that. We'll be back in a month with another episode of the Common Briefing Program to talk about who the fuck knows what's gonna happen in January. Let's find out together. Uh Just goodbye. I guess all the
3: acquaintance be no. Oh shut up. No, <laughs> and the rest <laughs> no. of the
4: lyrics.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: This episode of the Common Briefing Program was hosted by me, Colin Ketchin and I was joined by Jeff Levitt, Jocelyn Barkenhagen, and Tymoel Chowder, Chowdery. This podcast is sponsored by Excedrin, doing everything it could to get me out of that migraine. You can check the show notes below for uh, details on all the stories we talked about. Uh, if you want to learn a little bit more about them. You can also find more from us, uh, this show, and others at CommonGeekingProgram.com. So I'm going to say goodbye to 2020 and hope that you guys have a wonderful 2021 for all that that matters. So we'll see you in two weeks, and thank you for listening to this.
1: isn't actually running is it
2: now it is
1: okay yeah i'm recording oh and you can't prove me that i'm not prove me that i'm not you can't prove that i'm not
0: the oh right
3: chronograph right i should uh
0: be on that the time the timeless jeff refrain challenging people to prove various aspects of his existence
1: (laughs) (laughs) can you even prove i exist really
0: well you can't prove a negative so i hope so and there's, the cat. there's the Are you baby. saying
1: my existence is a negative, or you're saying you can't well, prove what I'm I saying, don't exist?
0: Well, that's the thing. It's impossible to prove <laughs> that something. It's impossible to prove that something doesn't exist. So if you're asking us to prove that yeah. you exist, I'm like, sure. I, I'd, I'd hope so. I'd hope that's what. That's you're asking an easier thing to the, do than. That's the than only proving thing that, that I, I could don't do exist. exactly. Right. But um, that I'm wondering. That is actually sounds like a fun idea. Can we challenge? uh i don't know one of our more academically minded friends i don't Maybe know austin. say austin, austin. <laughs> to uh write a paper proving the existence of a person that we hang out with and talk to and just getting into <laughs> the intricacies of why even such a simple idea as that is not entirely tenable because that sounds yeah. like...
2: Maybe I'm after, after that he's, he's, got... he's done with his teaching of the class. I was going
1: to say, I'm sure no, that he's got let's plenty just fucking... of free hours to, to, to just let's... write excess <laughs> fucking nonsense philosophical essays about whether <laughs> <laughs> someone we know nah, exists let, let, does let's just, like, exist. No, let's just
3: crash his Zoom meeting or whatever it is. Yeah. And just... <laughs> no, let's
2: just join his class.
3: <laughs>
1: Philosophy is just a hobby for Austin, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: It's not as
0: <laughs> Anyway, uh, when do we clap anyway? Oh when yeah, clap. Oh, I thought this was going to be the podcast awkward. Uh, let's clap at 2:15, 5 seconds.
4: Okay. Oh boy.